And in this episode, I talked to Eric Johnson, a community activist, um, an earth lover, a coffee maker, um, a producer of happiness yeah. for the community. Welcome to the program, Eric. Thank you. Thank you, Nelia. Thanks for okay. having me. So you, you, we, we're here in, you know, this program is about my place of mm. purpose. Mm-hmm. I came to your place of purpose. Yeah. That would be yeah. your coffee place here in, in Waverly, Iowa. Um, it used to be known as Duos, and now yep. it has a new name. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the new name. Yeah, the new name is Thinkwell. Thinkwell? Thinkwell. Community coffee. I was attracted to it immediately. Were you? Sweet. I cool. love to yeah. think. And yeah. well is, is, yeah. is it's a good way to put yeah. it, right? It doesn't, doesn't <coughs> take your expectations to the moon, but just well is, yeah. is what we're, we're after. I like that you, um, that you connected to it right away, too, because there's certain, there's like people who, who see the name and it's, I mean, they like get it and they're right on uh, with it and it makes total sense to them and they, they are uplifted by it and they, they see it. There are other people who look at it and are reading it and it does not even register. It does not enter their brain. It can't, it's so, uh, the, the wavelength that it's on is so polar opposite from where they're at that they look at it and they look at it and they look at it and they go, so what's the name? I'm like, think well. And they're just like, is, is, that's the name? I mean, they, it, can, it does not register. And so that, that level of like challenge or polarization, which is also matched with um, the opposite level of like connection, is something that I am uh, very drawn to. And I really... I, I know that it's right when, when it is doing both of those things. It's not just alienating people or like disconnecting from people. It is a, it does disconnect certain people and it does cause dissonance for certain people. But there's a whole set of people who like are, you know, a step, you know, they're already a step ahead. I hope they're all coffee lovers, though, even though <laughs> right, we cannot connect. Right, right. They must be coffee lovers because they would they're not be talking here. to you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I see on the wall here, it just says, with mm-hmm. our thoughts, we make our world. Yeah. Tell me about that. Well, I mean, it's, um, you know, it's true. I'm drinking macchiato. That you yeah, 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 Thank yeah. You. Is it, it good? Is absolutely amazing, good. yes. All right. That was a special one that I made. It is, a, the taste is absolutely fabulous. I wish people could, I wish people could taste the macchiato yeah. and I wish they could yeah. really smell the wafting smell, just beautiful from smell the of, of the, from yeah. the roasting, yeah. just roasted coffee, yeah. Mexican coffee, just then. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I was just actually roasting a batch that will will be one of the components of the espresso blend, and the macchiato is built off of really espresso, so it has this. So this aroma uh, is part of the experience. Yeah, yeah for me. absolutely, absolutely. So um, back to with our thoughts, we make yeah. The I mean, world. for I that that is. N- not a new concept it's not our concept but it is a concept that I um, f- I it's true and I want to align myself with that and this name think well is like they these two things are coupled together it's an echo of yeah of that, of it's that like on the wall here. here's this here's this thing that is true in the world with our thoughts we make the world 
and so so think well you know it's a it's hopeful it's it's a command it's an invitation it's what do we need hope for do you think the most you are in a generation of mm. people who are young people with young mm. kids you yeah. know a whole bunch of kids that yeah. you, you go to yeah. the farmers market you you teach your children respect and mm -hmm. what do you think people like yourself uh, entrepreneurs in small communities mm -hmm. what do you think you need hope for um <coughs> Well, I think that when you look out into our world, and whether I'm talking about the, you know, the, the 10,000 of us who live here in this town, or or the, you know, this region, Midwest, or the country, or even the world at large, I mean, we look around and we are seeing like massive problems, and um, they keep piling up, and. Uh, we as the individuals or we as the families or the community of people um, we are left with almost no place to turn that that is inviting us into being a part of the change I mean the the most um, The most commonly like understood way that we can participate in the change that needs to happen is we're talking about like voting. Okay. That is not going to change anything. We we got to the place that we are at by, doing by the a same certain way of thinking. Yeah, by doing the same things over and over. With again. a certain narrative, with a certain perspective, and if we are ever going to get up and stand up and change this world, these things that continue to pile on our backs, if, if change is ever going to come, it, is, it will only come from us as individuals. So when you're asking about like where does hope actually come, I'm saying it only comes from us taking the power back to our own individual selves, into our own relationships, into our own families, into our own communities, and is not trying to hand over the power to um, some position that, that you know we believe or, or think that is going to have some solution. Like it's not going to solve anything. You know, a, a lot of people I hear they, they talk about hope, they talk about change, mm -hmm. they take about talk mm -hmm. about empowering themselves, mm -hmm. empowering their friends. Mm -hmm. But I think there is such a huge leap of faith between mm. words and actions. Mm. Absolutely. That a lot of people spend their time, their, their entire lives, right, mired yeah. in, that, in that universe of yes. just words and never yes. leave it, right? And it, talk is so cheap. That's the amazing <laughs> thing about you and your family is that you are not just a talker. And that's what really interests me as a journalist is... I, you know, a, a, big, a big change has happened for me, and that is that, like, I am someone who... I have always engaged through speaking, always. I, I speak out what's, what I see, I speak out what I hope for, I speak out about the problems that I see. I, like I am been someone who's always chosen to use talking. And in these last few years, I've realized talk is cheap. I don't want to talk anymore. I don't want to I don't want to put I don't want to do anything but do something and if people want to sit around and talk they can go somewhere else because we are surrounded by people who all they do is talk and all they do is watch and all they do and, and I am saying 
we actually need to, to get up. We need to close our mouths and we need to be people of action. And what is this, what is this driving force for our action? What is this centered thing that we are building ourselves in, our, in this world that we live upon around? I mean, the reality is this, everything that we have, everything we know and everything we do, we are creating. This, this imprisonment that we have around us, we created for ourselves. This is not, this has not been like handed down on high. We have done this. And all of this is up for change and all of this is up for grabs and all. Now, how do we do that? There's, you know. There's uh, different theories of this. Tell me this though, how did you, how did you um, come to that point of, mm. of high awareness? How did you become uh, aware and alert mm. to know that the power resides in you? Did something mm. trigger it? Did something happen? Mm -hmm. Did something prompt you to uh, take action? How did yeah. how did how did you become who you are today? <laughs> I, I, I know, know. <laughs> I you and I talked about it a year ago, and yeah. you are you've evolved yeah. Yeah. In, in 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 very yeah. Um, yeah. very specific and very forward thinking ways. Y yeah. Again, using the word think and thought, mm -hmm. right? I think, therefore. <laughs> right, right. Therefore, I am. Um, Okay, I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is that engaging with the self, capital S, uh, is not the way to get to where we're talking about. So, so you're asking me about myself, like Eric Johnson. Yes. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who Eric Johnson is. Okay, I, I, I get that I am this embodiment of all of these things and that people put a label on this person sitting here as Eric Johnson, but um, I am who I am and I am going to continue to be it and I'm not sitting here trying to reflect upon me or what does this, what do I come across as or what do, I, what do people think about Eric Johnson? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I will say that being somebody who is deeply attached and committed to constant, like, these are not, nothing is new here. Love, truth, justice. The, when, you, when you hold on to those things and refuse to let go of them, you will be shaped. And so how have I come to, to be here at this table, being the person I am, saying the things I'm saying, sitting here with you, being in this building, in this town, I have, I have sought deeply and consistently and not let go of these things, and they have brought me here. I didn't, this isn't, these aren't, like, I didn't choose to be here. <laughs> but, 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 but here's what you have than, than many people um, that I know. You, a lot of people want to promise. They mm. want to promise for success. Yeah. Oh, I will do all these things, but yeah. just for example, taking weight, uh, yeah. you know, weight loss is, is one you know, mm. example. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will relate to that. You know, mm -hmm. it's the beginning of the new year. Everybody has a sure. new year's resolution, right. Right? right? Right. So give me the program, give me the platform, yes. yeah. and then uh, promise me that in three weeks I will lose 30 pounds. Yeah. Um, and, and then I will do whatever you say I will do. Many people believe that and, yeah. and, and do that, and they do lose the 30 pounds. But in the kind of change you're talking about, there is no, there is no promise. 
there is no, no guarantee. Not at all. There is no. Well, and I will tell you, the only, if you want to, if we want to look at what has happened in in, in my own journey, yes, and want to predicate the future based on what has happened, then I will just say the only thing that's ahead is failure. <laughs> but I don't have to worry. I am not worried about failing more. I have. I have. I am not trying to be successful. I am trying to love people. I'm trying to be true. And I'm trying to live with justice. And so success or failure, I, I mean, if, if we want to like try to go by the measuring stick that we see around us and, and talk about that, I am only a failure. You know, you know, imperfection is, is one of my, my main goals in life, uh, to be imperfect. And, and mm. one, of the, one of the purposes of this program, of course, yeah. is that's why I say no editing allowed. Yeah. Because we it's don't rehearse, yeah. right? It's we just are, what it is. Yes, it is yeah. what it is, as imperfect as life. Yeah. Storytelling is, I think a lot of people expect stories to be perfect, mm. expect, you know, expect yeah. your life or, you know, the noise, the sound, the music yeah. to be perfect, the yeah. video to be perfect. Yeah. And, and that's not what all of us mm-hmm. know. That's not what life that's is. That's not life. Yeah. And, and that's why I think you are so fascinating to me, uh, because you embrace the idea of failure. Yeah, <laughs> I, if something. And you laugh, and you know you're not scared. <laughs> you're not scared no. shitless. You're just no. sitting here thinking. Yeah. Yeah. The only yeah. the only thing that's ahead, but I don't worry about this, right? Yeah. Okay. Why? What ma- what what gives you confidence that 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 you can keep going. I've made it this far. <laughs> you know, uh, um, I don't, like we're never, we are never going to do anything. We are never going anywhere until we are willing to Go after w- the things that we know are right, even though there's nothing but eminent, like, um, failure isn't even a strong enough word. I mean... Um, like abysmal failure, is that better? Yeah, it's like destruction is a word. Like, it, it, it's um, like reckless abandon. Like, y- you have... For me, I live in a way that I, it's like, I am ready to like, if I am holding a thing and it's not right, I am willing to just start ripping it apart and getting down to the thing that is right inside of there. Where somebody else is like, don't rip it apart. Don't rip it apart. It's going to be gone. You're going to lose that. And I'm just like, you have, we have to rip it open. We have to get, we have to, and like, loss makes you stronger and and experiencing loss over and over and over and over you just realize how strong you are and i'm not afraid of losing something i'm not i'm not afraid of let's talk about the things you've lost that uh, have made you stronger is there a longest yeah yeah there is yeah but i mean it's not i don't live from that it's not a i'm like so not into that <laughs> like, are you talking about material things are you talking about people connections relationships what are you talking about when you say loss the, the well no i mean I, 
any loss. You know, so um, hardship, challenges, failures, loss, like whether it is loss of um, dreams, whether it's loss of connections or people or, you know, like things that you've loved, um, it doesn't matter. I mean, those, those are the things that like we all experience all of the time. Now, most of the people that we're around are trying to hold on desperately. They're like bitterly clinging. And they think this is the only thing. This is the only thing I've got. And if I lose this, what will I have? What will I have left? What will be left of me? How can I even move forward? And People who have experienced loss, I mean like real tragic loss, those people who experience a loss and continue to go are the folks who know how strong they are, right? And frankly, sometimes loss can be liberating. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes uh, yes. having and possessing and owning. All of it, whether it's material it's possessions slave, or it's yeah, your job it's or it's your, it doesn't matter. You let it go, man. Let it go. This is... It's freeing, but it's absolutely scary. I mean, there's no guarantees, but the reality is that I desire to look in the face. I want to be in the face of loss and of security. I want to be staring down at death and be, it's right here. I'm not, there's no, I don't, I'm not looking for false securities or buffers that sit between me and. So no life insurance for you? Just, just <laughs> straight, straight up, huh? Yeah, I mean, like, um, you know, people are trying to take all their money and throw it in a bank account. Mm -hmm. People are trying to, like, hedge as many securities as they can possibly have to, to make them feel as if they're safe. But no one is safe. No one is safe. No, no one is safe. And none of us control it. You don't, like... How it's total nonsense. Right, right. But, 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 <laughs> and on yeah. top of it, all of that nonsense, which, which orients, okay? Orients our thinking, right? Okay. And it orients the way that we choose to live our daily life, turns us into people who are desperately trying to hedge up things that will not last, that will not save us when it really comes down to it. But all we're doing is becoming people who are desperately trying to control what we can't control and trying to preserve what we cannot preserve. And then... Our entire life is built around this, <laughs> I mean, our economic system is built around this framework of thinking. You know, um, you go other places, and that is not how they are dealing with money. Money is dealt with in different ways when you go to different places. And, and the way that we choose to use it here is in a very specific way that exists within a specific system that, that frames our own thinking. You talk to an 18-year-old person who is thinking with a framework handed down from their parents and from their school and from their, their um, local, you know, whatever kind of community they're a part of, whether it's a church or mm -hmm. anything. And they, they have a framework and of how they should be interacting with these things. And those interactions are totally completely geared towards creating this insulation between them and actual life.
And what I am saying is I am not interested in the insulation. You're in I want the direct experience life. of life. And for you, that experience has been seating and, 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 and operating a coffee shop in Waverly. I guess, yeah. I mean, that's where I am. But that was, I mean, I, I did not ever want to, I, well, when I was like 22, I had probably like a six month span of time that I thought running a coffee shop would be cool. Mm -hmm. After that, I have never wanted to run a coffee shop. How did you end up here? Um, like a, a long circuitous path of... Um, Give me I, the milestones, the benchmarks. Um, um, what will you tell your children if they ask you, how did we end up here, Dad? Oh, they know the story. You should ask them. They would maybe have a good quick answer for you. I mean, for me, it's too, It's so, like, they're, the the layers of the things that have led me here, I can't start pulling on one string and not pull all the, the whole, yeah, right, it's like, this is, yeah. Okay, so, so make, it, make it. We left Vermont, okay? We're living in Vermont. I was a, I was a wholesale coffee roaster, uh, well, head, head roaster at a wholesale coffee place. And we left there and it was like very abruptly and we didn't know where we were going and we didn't know what we were going to do and, and you're married yeah three kids three married kids and a wife. everything is in the back of a moving truck and we left vermont and headed back and we were um you know our families are from minnesota so we were gonna maybe go up there and kind of restart there maybe we keep going west we've lived out west before and we like it out there uh, like pacific northwest but um Waverly, Iowa, all places. I was know. Was it even on the map, on your spiritual well, map? On your no, I mean it was only a place map? that we've ever said no to. You know, um, it, it, my sister and her family live here, and we had been approached by the owner, the previous owner of this coffee shop, has had approached us um, several times about running it or managing it or owning it or whatever, um, and we'd always said no to it. And then when everything was falling apart for us in Vermont, it was like this option came up again and we weren't looking for it. We didn't go out calling up the owner's hand. Hey, what about, you know, um, but he got in touch with us. Timing uh, was right. Timing was right. And we had, we had, we had face, nothing. Like said, yeah. And, and so, you know, I have, I have drastically changed my thinking in that I used to think about there, there's this end out here and we're trying to get to that end. And I'm like, we gotta, we gotta do what we gotta do to maneuver to get to that end, all right? Um, I no longer engage in life like that. I am right here, right now. And- um, Talking to me? Yes. Thinking about the questions that Right very now, deep, right deep, here, and I am going to make a. I am going to do something right now that I believe is good and right. Okay. So then, like the the things that I believe are good and right and the right decision right now are going to lead me to a place that I would not have chosen from afar. From afar, I'm going to look over there and say, I want to end up over by that tree. 
and I'm going to fight and steal and lie and do whatever I got to do to get over to that tree. Like that's how most of us are. So now I no longer am saying I'm trying to get to the tree. I'm like, you know, I have no idea where I'm, I, I have no idea where I'm going to end up, but I have to make choices, right? And I'm going to make the choice that's right in front of me that is the right choice that I, that I believe in, that I am compelled by, and that I can stand behind. And so I'm going to make this choice, and it's going to bring me somewhere, and I'm going to keep making that. So that way of behaving, that way of engaging with, like, I'm not playing for the end game for my own good. I'm not looking out for myself that in 40 years everything is going to be, I'm going to be like, um, have a bunch of money, be retired, have whatever material things that I think that I want right now when I'm, like, I don't know. I'm not thinking about that. What I'm thinking about is right here and right now and how should I be treating this person? How should I be interacting? What kind of work, how, how am I going about my work? How am I treating my child? What is the day like outside do we need to get outside like it it is like engaged right here so you're mindful very very mindful and very aware yeah. that would be one way to, yeah. to put it yeah. yeah okay so tell me about the coffee shop are you creating is this like a cultural uh, yeah. creation is it yeah what, what is yeah. it I, I know we drink coffee and i will mm -hmm. love your coffee yeah it's absolutely amazing Thanks. but what is it that that you have here yeah, is it, is it a movement? Is it a, a dream? Is it a is it something that that that, that you don't know what it is? It's like uh, an experiment. It's probably the best way to think. So I have this set of, I have my my own unique framework, perspective, paradigm, narrative, whatever you want to talk about. I have this lens that I that I am working um, within. And I look out into the world through. And I look at the world and I see it and I engage with the world in this way. And based on these beliefs about who we are, what are we doing? Where are we supposed to be going? How are we supposed to be acting? Okay. And wherever I have gone before, my this framework has led to um, conflict massive conflict so uh, that has always been the thing that has like pushed me along or moved me on from the places that I've been people I've been working with or around things I've been doing and it keeps moving because I am like super attached to this way of understanding the world now it's not as if this this lens that I have is is um, rigid or is uh, unchanging because it, ha it is changing and evolving too. So here we are, poof, I am now in charge of a thing. Yes. Okay? And there is nobody above me who is telling me, no, you can't treat people in this way. No, you can't behave in this way. No, you can't do this. No, no. nobody is, the only people who are telling me what I can or cannot do are they are it's are people coming in and buying what are people coming in here and not coming in here i mean like the only thing that is like the actual like hard line of yes or no is like can we stay alive like can we can the doors stay open can we make enough money to be open can you 
so far we have. I mean, we're and it's amazing in itself. Think about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just talking, just like an hour ago, just talking to the previous owner. He was in here. Doors are locked. Shops closed. And he he was saying very clearly. He never had to live off of this coffee shop ever. He didn't live off of it. He he said that he created it and it has always operated as a loss and that his own per, his own family his own like life his his own livelihood and his income always increased if the shop was losing money okay this is the system i'm talking about talk about a broken system okay so he gets x amount of dollars as you know from his job and then he has his coffee shop and when the coffee shop is losing money it gives him more money through our system of you know taxes and income and blah blah it doesn't even matter the point is we are a five-person family we have multiple staff members uh we are doing this thing and it is paying everybody you know it's like everybody's getting paid nobody's ever skipped paychecks we pay people way more than minimum wage we are you know um still living i mean <laughs> I, I you know are we poor absolutely are we you know technically in poverty yeah do i need to get new shoes and clothes yeah but i don't care about that shit like i don't care I will have shoes when I need to have some shoes and I will get another pair of pants when I don't have another pair. But it's like, I don't care. That is so not what I'm trying to go for. So when we're talking about this space, what is, well, I don't know. This is, we can keep the doors open, but this is not, I'm not trying to make money here. I have to have money. People show me that they support what we are doing on, on the level of, um, The higher level of of engagement in reality that that I am seeking, people who are in line with that come in here and hand us money and keep us going, because they buy coffee, because they order this and that, whatever, because they support us and and because of that we get to stay open. And what happens is this: this place being open changes what people see as being an option in the world, like. The only way that change is ever going to happen is if we can look and see that there's a model for us to follow, that there is a way for us to be that is different from what we see out here. And so what I am trying so hard to do is show us that, look, it, we can treat each other well. We can treat each other with respect. We can care for one another. We can do what's right and good and still exist. I'm not a nonprofit. I'm not a charity. I'm not like we are existing as a business. I understand what you were saying now. I understand. This is the second time I've had this conversation with you, and now I think I understand. So you're trying to create a model, an alternate model. Yeah. And show it can be done. We don't have to go around cutting each other's throats. We don't have to go around stabbing each other in the back. We don't, you don't have to sit and look out for you, because I will look out for you, and you will look out for me, and we can, they, you know, love is the most powerful force in the universe it is the most powerful force in the universe 
And why are we not aligning ourselves with the laws of love? And why are we not, why are we not allowing love to move through us? And, and, and just to be clear, <laughs> you're not peddling any religion here or no. anything like this. Or any cult or any sort of, <laughs> some sort of right, a no. think or anything like this. I, this is Eric Johnson just this un- is unvarnished. <laughs> yeah. In in yeah. his true in his yeah. true in his true self. Your thoughts are are very refreshing as uh, refreshing and as uh, stimulating as the coffee you serve for sure. <laughs> And, and, and I know people have wondered about uh, why you're closing earlier. Mm-hmm. Obviously, sustainability, I'm sure, has something to do with it, right? Yeah, yeah I mean... People want yeah. to be open all the time. Yeah. They love you so much. They want to be open. <laughs> well, the reality seven. is we're, we're never going to be enough. We're never going to be enough. And so it's, you're, it's you're in ne- demand. Isn't that, isn't that part of the, the appeal? You want to be in demand, right? Uh, well, I don't, okay, I don't think like, like that, I don't know, I don't think like that. I'm not thinking about m- leveraging demand. Mm-hmm. What I'm, where I'm at is I know my limits. And I know what I can do and I know what I can't do. And I, there is, there are many factors that were sitting before me and t- all of them were problems, essentially. All of them were things that were not working and I had to make one choice that solved all of the problems. And you did that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's and what we're trying. And you renamed the shop. Yeah. Think well. Think well. Waverly, we, Iowa. We, yep, think well. Community coffee, Community coffee. We took away the ice cream, which is like, I mean, it was just, Duo's wasn't ours. It was not ours. Yeah. We took it over. We ran it like it was ours. We did our version of it. But it was not, it was not ours. So this is ours. Think well. Community coffee is ours. This is our place. And this coffee is ours. And what we're trying to do is ours. And um, and so ours meaning like, I, I don't even, it's not like a single person's thing. This is like a collective. If you talk to the people who are, you know, who work with us, people who come in every day, I mean, they're, there is like a thing happening and there are people who are like on the on this they are resonating on this certain frequency that like we get and like uh, you know when we're when we're thinking about like how do we move forward how do we make changes in this world it is not by being like we're going to make some mandate or make some law that all people have to now follow it is it is literally like one-on-one interaction and understanding and building partnerships between people and being like we have got to do this together and it's got to be entirely by choice and there is no there's nobody who's like forcing it. it all has to be like flowing out out freely from us to choose to collect and act in this way versus um rigid hard you know, like we're, we're holding people down to the thing. Like, you got to do this. This is how it's done. And this is, no, it's right here. And you, we're holding you to the contract. I mean, like contractual thinking. It's like totally, that's absolutely opposite of what we're trying to do here. And so like, when we look at what we are doing now, we are doing something that's like, it's like, we just, 
we we just pruned we just like cut limbs off we just separated things out we have focused in on what is what is what we are doing and like one o'clock is when it stops working <laughs> after one o'clock what we we're doing didn't work and so I'm sure other people could have made it work and this is where I'm saying like one I have failed to be able to run a coffee and ice cream shop to be open for everybody all the time. Couldn't do it. Other, other people probably could have. I couldn't. Okay. Secondly, that's okay. I also know my limits. And I'm like, this is my limit. This is what I can do. Because I have so much stuff that I want to do. And I am spending all of my time just standing behind the counter. And I have like, I mean... I do not have enough time or resources or like hands to like go out and like yeah. Tell me, tell me what you want to do. Give me a list, a quick list of what Eric Johnson, the man who espouses love and is yeah. afraid of failure, embraces failure. Yeah. What else do you want to do? Tell me. Um. <laughs> I have so many things. All right. So if we're just going to talk about like this shop and what we're doing here, yeah. which is like the least interesting to me. Okay. Okay. But I'll start there. What? Okay. We got to run this shop and it has to continue to grow. And we're trying to like, I want to supply people with roasted coffee for their homes. So people will need coffee at home. Come in here and buy coffee. Okay. That is like shop. I want to employ people and continue to take care of them like in a in a meaningful like environment where people have work and meaningful work and purpose and have a place to be and I want to like I want to pay people like better I want to pay people <laughs> like I I want to spend money you know okay uh, we have a, like roasting there's a big roasting thing that's happening which is like I want to roast coffee for more people. I want to buy a bigger roaster. I want to wholesale. I want to like get our coffee out to, but there's again limits. Cause like I'm not totally interested in like handing off all of the roasting to other people. I, I really love roasting. So I'd love to just keep roasting, but I, you know, I need a bigger machine. I need bigger accounts. I need to like start getting coffee. Okay. So that's, that's another thing. And the third thing is like origin projects. We work in Bolivia right now with the university there and another co-op. Um, and I want to continue to build those relationships down there, but I want to go to other places and have these, um, coffees come from those places. So those three things, I mean, all of my time was being put onto the coffee shop. And that was like, that was it. That was all I was doing. And I was like barely keeping up roasting. And I was like doing nothing more than just arranging importing of coffee from Bolivia from the farmers that I know. Where like there's an entire thing. There's a whole thing just with Bolivia, just in that project of like work that can be done. A meaningful work that like connects different communities like from Bolivia to Waverly Isle like you know th there's so much there that it, so boom there's like work stuff um, you know more than coffee music is like that's it for me and I like music man. like I want to play music for people and I want to have like music be the vehicle through which we do this change it's not gonna happen through 
politics. It's not going to happen through schools. It's not going to happen through the church. It's not going to happen through um, universities or the economy. Like these changes are, are, they have to, it has to, there has to be like the inception. There has to be this like movement that comes just purely from people's desire to, to be moved to something different. And I'm like, music is the answer. So like, I have always written music, I've always played music, and that for me is like, I have, I have like, I have 10,000 songs inside of me that are like, looking for a home. Music is a huge thing. Um, I want to like begin doing things that are like very, um, intervention is maybe one word for it. Like it's like, how do we begin to to organize and cooperate as people um, freely um, that are within our current system, but that are entirely turning the system on its head. So those like come together with like, how do we use our money and spend our money and like share our money? one of those things that like i want to turn on its head is uh, you know we need to get out into the wilderness we need to get out into nature and have and have um like direct connections with like the actual world that we like when i say world i'm not talking about when i'm saying world i'm talking about about um so like I guess how I would define nature or um, or this thing that I'm trying to talk about, it's like if all of us human beings were to stop doing what we were doing, all of us, we stopped the things that we're doing, what would be left? That thing is what I'm talking about. With this, this force that makes birds migrate and makes trees change color and make flowers bloom and the moon circle there there is something happening that is far outside human brain and cognition and that is around us right now all and that is found in nature or in wilderness and i am like i would love to like use uh, a business or businesses but like just here's here's this idea i've rolling around in my head I want to take the coffee shop and I want it to become like totally functioning business, okay? And it exists and it has money and is totally like happening and supplying people who are connected to it, all that stuff. Well, at the same time, there's a group of people who are in the wilderness, who are out in nature, okay? Um, connect to lands or play, you know, like um, they, can, they can move freely and live freely out in nature and you are able to supply these people with the food and the shelter clothing clothing and food that they need to live and then they're doing that they're out there people are out there for a week at a time or two months at a time or a year at a time and they come in and they work at the coffee shop and the people at the coffee shop go out there and you are like you are exchanging you're using this coffee shop as this way to like bring people out and can like out of this thing that we're trying to create here and trying to do which is like this crazy world that we live in and bring them to another world just like another way of doing this 
I want to go down to Bolivia and I want to work with the Bolivians and I want to bring them up to America and have them work in this town and work here for three months or six months or a year and then make money and go back to Bolivia and have money with them and have them be able to take what they've learned here and the culture that they've learned here and the things that they've learned, go back there. And I want us to go down to Bolivia and to live there and to be with, it's like, I'm wanting to like cross pollinate culture and people, you know, it's like, so when we talk about like, what are the things that I want to do? <laughs> I'm like, the list goes on and on. But we're, you know. It's not just coffee, remember, it's our thoughts creating the world right? we live in. So imagine that's what, that's what you're doing. Yes, you're creating your own world. <laughs> well, I'm trying to co-create. I'm not trying to just make my. I'm trying to be like, how do we? I mean, harmony is the central concept in like how. So if we were to be like, how do we begin to actually move forward in things? Any of these ideas, how do you move forward? Well, one way is to force, like violently or forcefully like take over a thing and say like I'm going to do this now and this is how it's going to happen uh, and and another way to do it is to find the you know how do we sit with each other and find a way to take a step forward in this direction that we both can agree upon and like trying to get to a, a mutual place of um, of benefit a mutual a place that has like mutual you know we desire to go to that place together and it's not one losing and one winning or us stepping on each other and like we are doing this within harmony and so we have issues with we have issues with nature we have issues with like government we have issues with economies and all the like huge inequalities and the answer to all of that is for us to begin to find a harmony between, like if we had human beings chose to be in harmony with nature, like all the other things in nature are, everything else other than us is living within and underneath and submitting to the laws of nature. But us humans, we decide we are above, we know better and we are going to conquer nature and we do not have to be in harmony with nature. I will cut down, I will burn, I will destroy, I will do whatever I have to do to get what I want so that I am not bound by nature. That is like the mentality of humans. Now, is that what squirrels are doing? Is that what like deer or whales or fish or birds? No, all of them are submitting to what is. And so if we as humans were just simply to say we are going to live in harmony with nature, mm, you know, would all of our problems be solved? Maybe. Can it be done? Absolutely. Absolutely. People lived in harmony with nature, with the natural world for, I don't know, ever. <laughs> and then we, we, our technology and our use of technology mixed with power and politics and all these other things have leveraged like incredible amounts of destruction. I mean, drive through Nebraska and look at the farm fields. There's sand. There's sand. How we do not have our, what we have done. Look what our agriculture, our agricultural practices, wherever they go on the earth, destruction and death and disease follow it to the earth, to the plants, to the people. We, we have so much wrong. And we are like on an absolute path to like 
major, huge consequences. And until we begin to like check ourselves to go in a different direction, there, you know, we're in trouble. You know, this little, you know, uh, the first shall become last, and the last shall become first. You tell me about that. that. Yeah. So imagine we're humanity, right? And we're walking, we're all walking together. And we're like essentially on one path. Okay? We're, you know, there's like this, there's this trajectory of, of humanness, of our use of these abstract concepts which are embodied with like um, a nation or economy or technology and these things and we we are moving forward on this path and we're walking um, well right now we're like we're on this path and on on the sides around us there's like lots of sheer drop-offs and in front of us that we have like we have a cliff that is like eminent this is before us well we have been following these people who are at the front and these people at the front have continued to say, this is the way we're going, this is the way we're going, this is the way we're going. Well, I mean, until we as people decide to say, no more, we are not walking this way anymore, and we are going to stop and turn around and begin walking backwards, we, th there is no chance for us to have, an, well, Here's how it works. If we're in a line walking and we all stop and we turn around, the first are the last. And the last are the first. And these people who are the farthest back are the ones who know where we came from. And they are the ones who know how to get back there. And they are the ones who are the closest to understanding. So all these people that we look at and are like, oh, these poor people and they don't know anything and they're like, they don't have any you know, like their third world or their developing countries or their blah, blah. I'm telling you, these people know so much more than we know about what is going on. Like the, the people who have been left out and the left, the forgotten people, those are the people who like actually have some answers for us because they are living in a very different way than how we're living. And we are up ahead like, this is the way, let's go. And like, we are, where are we going, man? At what point are we going to look around and say, this is, like, the writing is on the wall, and what we are doing is no longer working, you know? At what point? The writing is really on the, on the wall <laughs> here, right here, behind you, in, in your shop, yeah. uh, where our thoughts create the world we live in. I thank you so very much for this very insightful um, opportunity to listen to you and reflect. I hope everybody enjoys it as much as I do. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for listening. So Thanks.